Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell, and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. I am your fearless leader and host, Mr. Scott Howell, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. Before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome. He is a six foot three sophomore from Saraland, Alabama. He is a parade all American rivals, five star recruit, a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and put your hands together for the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. They get better and better every time you man, do it. I may just I may just quit my job and start just doing to, that. You need to be a hype man for WWE. Yeah, I could do that. I think I could pull that off. Guys, listen to listen to me right now. The two hundred and fifty thousand insurance agents from around the world, including the one that got in touch with us yesterday from Pakistan. That's true. That is a true story. I'm not making that up. Guys, our mission on this podcast today and every day is to help you agents in any way we can. Sales, service, marketing, APIs, talking about networking, how to build processes, hiring, firing, you name it. We want to get in touch with you, and we want to talk to you about how to do that. And 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 hopefully, as we are today, have thought leaders and people that are experts in our industry at doing that kind of stuff, because I can promise you I am not one. I am an insurance agent who happens to have a podcast, and I make just as many mistakes every day as all of you do. So, guys, before, without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce our guest today, because I am so blessed and humbled that he would even come on our show. I told him before we got on the podcast today, I could spend six hours with him just talking about what has led him in his life to become so successful. You know, I always talk about my friend and great American, Mr. Tony Robbins, and what he says. Tony says, success leaves clues. And people like this guy, you have a lot to learn from him because he has been so successful in his life. So without further ado, he is the founder and CEO of Pro Navigator. He is using AI and to let you guys all know what that is, artificial intelligence, which is now a, a really hot-button term in the world of entrepreneurship, but he is using AI to reinvent customer service and drive growth in the insurance industry. As an insurance ripe for innovation, he helps insurance agencies and carriers increase sales, retention, and productivity by extending the capabilities of their existing team. Do more with less. Uh, prior to Pro Navigator, he successfully built three companies from the ground up in India where he lived until 2012. He sold his first company, Lifesong, at 28 years old after servicing globally recognized hospitality brands such as the Four Seasons, Taj, and the Marriott Groups. He is also the co-founder of Start Early India, a nonprofit organization that's been running a free school for less privileged children in Mumbai, 
And again, I'm a redneck from Alabama, if I said that incorrectly, since 2010. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you the other incomparable Mr. Joseph DeSouza. De, De Joseph, I apologize. <laughs> I, I, I brutalize people's it, names, and it is embarrassing. No, it's perfect. DeSouza. Excuse me. Joseph yeah. DeSouza. Joseph, thank you so much for being on the show today. It means a lot to me, and it means a lot to Bradley. And I'm not sure there's a topic that I would rather talk about more than artificial intelligence. You are the guy to talk to about it. And we're also going to talk a little bit today about chatbots. But before we get started, I need you to take us back in your DeLorean for just a moment, climb in the passenger seat with me, and talk to us a little bit about how you got in the insurance industry and kind of bring us up to today. I'd love to do that. And first of all, thank you for that kind intro, Scott and Bradley. And, and, and it's an honor to be on here. I've listened to a number of your episodes, and you guys are really doing a phenomenal thing, getting the, the word out of what's out there, providing this incredible resource for pen and agents to to listen and learn. Thank you for having me. I know some of my good friends, Jeff Roy and, 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 and Seth and Ryan Hanley and others have, have been on before incredibly honored to be following in those footprints. So just to get, kind of get you started, you know, I think somewhere around the year of 2016, where there was this real shift in how we communicated with businesses, and they called it the year of conversational commerce. And that was because messaging had crossed 60 billion messages per day. And the promise was that, you know, in this world of online business with, you know, these messaging brands like Slack and, and Intercom and WeChat, that it would simplify how consumers would interact with their brands. Um, yet for the insurance industry, that promise had yet to become a reality. Mm. And I remember in April 2016, I called my uh, my insurance carrier, my former insurance carrier, for uh, for a simple uh, answer I was looking for. And I was kept on hold for an hour and 35 minutes. Mm. And I took a screenshot of this, and I have it on my phone, and I carry it with me to, the, to this day. And, you know, getting off the phone, I just I asked myself, you know, why does one of the most important and impactful sectors in the world still rely on decades-old technology when it mm-hmm. comes to not only the customer care, but the technology that, that insurance professionals are using. Mm-hmm. And so that was really the start of this journey for myself and for, and for what ProNavigator is today, is that simple belief that we can make insurance better for everyone, both easier and faster and, and convenient for consumers, while also helping insurance professionals you know, drive growth and reduce uh, overall operating costs. So so that's been that's kind of the start of Pro Navigator, and and you know it's it's that belief that customers want service when and where it's convenient for them, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, you land at the airport, Uber, is, you open the app, and they promise a car is going to arrive in three minutes, and it does. And consumers say, how come we can't get that kind of predictably great experience when it comes to our insurance? Mm-hmm. So so that's that's our mission. That's what we've we've set out to do is is build the tools and technology and AI is one of the the, the engines that power this, but it could be anything, just the tools to provide a better experience for consumers and technology tools to help insurance professionals in this world we're living in. That seems to be a recurring theme on our podcasts. We've had, you know, some of the people that you just mentioned earlier on our podcast in the last day or two talk to them and what you're talking about right now the ease and speed of doing business and open APIs and things like that. Those are all terms and things that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. So I know, I guess the first thing I would like to talk a little bit about is our agency or our friends in the agency world up in Canada, Mr. Jeff Roy. We think a lot of Jeff. He is a thought leader and a technology leader 
really across the globe in insurance. And I know you've done a lot of work with him. Talk to our audience a little bit because I want to absolutely blow their mind today. And I've actually seen a video that I think you're in. I think you're in this video. But it's possible. That, yeah. yeah. Blow, blow everybody's mind that is listening to this right now and talk to them about the partnership between you and Jeff and what you guys have been able to create on Alexa Skills. Yeah, so um, so Jeff was one of our first uh, three clients when we first launched the company. I, you know, I was I was I was when I started this company, I was like, where do I start, right? So um, one of the associations, insurance association in Ontario, where I'm based, they said you got to talk to three different people, and Jeff was one of them. And he jumped in right away and said, I'd love to help you, give you feedback, help you kind of shape the the you know the birth of what this should be because it has to really meet the needs of a of the of independent agencies and brokerages. Um, so we started off building a, a very simple chat interface to help direct users to get simple quotes and, and requests. And Jeff called his Aiden, which I think stands for Artificial Intelligent Digital Excalibur or something, Navigator. So Aiden. So we launched with Aiden, and we always joke Aiden was in kindergarten when we first launched. Now she's in grade five or six, and we can't wait till she you know goes into high school. Really at the core, what, what's powering Aiden and what's powering all our brokerages, virtual assistants or chatbots is is a is an AI platform um, which is using something called natural language processing. And what natural language processing does, that's a, it's a subset of AI, and it analyzes and interprets a, a user's phrase, whether it's through chat or through voice. If I say, hey, I, I'm Joseph, I, I live in Toronto, and I've got a Honda Pilot, how much is that going to cost? It recognizes I'm trying to get an insurance quote, and the type of quote is auto, and my location is Toronto, my name is Joseph. So it picks up those that information from that phrase, and then it knows, okay, let's take you down the path to help you get an auto quote. So that's really the core of what natural language processing does. And so we train this model on hundreds of thousands of insurance-related conversations. And so with Jeff, with his, with Aiden, we, we started off in chat, but the same platform, the same technology can be ported over to multiple channels, Facebook Messenger, text message, and now voice. So voice is really interesting because, you know, you know I think it's still early days for voice, but I, I read an article the other day that, in January 2018, there were 1 billion voice searches. In, in one month alone, in January 2018, 1 billion voice searches. And that's going to continue to climb as these smart home speakers and devices become more commonplace. So how does an, uh, an independent uh, agency be present in that voice world? And what does that look like? We started off with, with Google Home. We built a version where a user can come on and get, you know, answer five or six questions and get an instant quote from all the carriers. In Canada, we have the ability to pull those rates through applied systems. So we built a Google Home version and then started looking at Alexa because of the, the use of Alexa. And so we took Aiden, which is his chatbot on his site, and we put it on Alexa. And you can say, hey, Alexa, talk to Excalibur Insurance. And it takes you through five questions and it pulls those rates from the carriers and says, here's the best rate we could find. Are you interested in, in talking to an agent to discuss this more? Yes. And it pushes your information. It already collects a lot of information from your device because it knows who you are. And then one of their agents can, can pick up the phone and call you back. And, you know, the interesting thing is, and I think Jeff might have mentioned this on the last one of his podcasts with you, but we were demoing this on stage at Elevate. Mm -hmm. and It was the next um, day and I interviewed him. You interviewed him the next day, yeah. So I got up on stage. I did the demo. And I, the minute I stepped off stage, my phone starts ringing. And I'm looking at the phone, and it's saying Excalibur Insurance. I'm wondering, what is it? I pick up the phone and say, hello. And they're like, 
hey, you know, we just got a quote request and we're looking to see if you're interested in talking to get more information. As I was like kind of walking off the stage, I was like, wow, that's just incredible. So I, I just did a voice demo on stage in front of, you know, 600 people and then walked off and my phone's ringing. And, and <laughs> then that, that tells you like their customer support and their level of, you know, their team and how, how quickly they're on it. But that's, that's how we got started, right? In this voice world, how, do, how does an insurance agency you know, live in that world? And can we use the same technology that's powering our chat assistants to power our voice assistants? And we're just, we're really excited at, at what we can do and how, how we can continue to drive that and take that, that further. But that's a long way of me answering your question. I've got a question. I've got lots of questions. But my first question is, going back to the rate that you're able to get off of Alexa skills when you ask Excalibur, you know, to get you a quote on auto insurance, what what is the percentage of accuracy between that rate that you're getting all five questions and the final rate? Like, is that eighty percent accurate? Is it? I mean, what what is that percentage? Does that so, make sense? Um, we use yeah, no, absolutely. And so we use Applied's Web Raider. So obviously, to get a more detailed, accurate quote, you're going to want to ask maybe thirty questions. Sure. And in a voice world, you're probably going to lose that person. So there's certain questions that, A, we either smartly pre-fill. So with your Alexa device, we're assuming you're at your home. We ask you, is it okay if we pull your location from your device? They say yes. So we already get the exact location. We get your name. So your date of birth. So there's certain things that we can actually pull from the device. And then we, we have to default some of those questions or make assumptions to reduce the number of questions. I don't know what that exact number is. It may be 70%, 80% accurate. A lot of times when people will put in an online quote, they're, they're not fully in all the information, their accidents are not declaring and other things. When you actually dig into it, you know, you find that there is that there. So I, I'm not sure what the industry is in terms of a quick quote versus a detailed quote, right. but we could do both. I think the thing, the thing here was with this first version is speed and convenience. How sure. do we live in that voice world and be able to do it kind of quickly in the same way that we, we deal with other types of companies, the Amazons and, and mm-hmm. Ubers of this world. Well, you know, um, regar- regardless of what that percentage is, what you're providing that client is an indication. Yeah. It's a rate indication, yes. but what you're, what you're then doing is you're carrying them over to the agency to kind of drill that down, get a better rate. And then, you know, if nothing else, you're allowing that that agent sitting at a desk at Excalibur to immediately get on the phone with that person and start building that relationship, right? So yeah. there, it's a, it's it, to me, it's a win win situation. I think it's brilliant. And and what's what's great about it is I talked to two examples, and I've given this example on the podcast before. Got into a discussion with an agent who said, "I'm not Amazon." I'm like, well, you. You better be thinking like Amazon, right. and and no, can you become Amazon ish? No, you you can't get there, but you can get close and bridge that gap. The other thing is, we we did a call in show a few weeks ago, live call in show, and the very first caller said, you know, and it's a great show if you haven't listened to it. Um, the the caller. First caller says, well, how do we, you know, attract the Generation Z, the millennials, the younger people, you know, because they're going to the lemonades of the world and the Geico's because it's easy and convenient. And you have to make yourself easy and convenient. Mm-hmm. And tools like what you guys have built for Jeff do that. Exactly. Not only that, it's so different from a marketing perspective, I'm sure allows him to stand out head and shoulders above his competition. Yeah. 
and quotes aside, I mean, you can have questions and answers in these things. Like Jeff has about 200 insurance-related questions and answers that people ask. He even has a fun with Aiden question, which is like, you know, uh, one of them was, you know, who was the person who insured their tongue for the most amount of money? And it was an ice cream taster that insured his tongue for a million dollars. And he'll take that post and put it all on social media. And people are like, really? A chatbot can answer that? They'll go on his website, type that up, and they'll be like, gives the answer and says, are you looking for a quote for anything while you're here? And then take them you yep. know, through through that process. Or service requests. Like if we can connect to your 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 AMS or your backend system of record, and I just want to know when my next payment is due and how much is it, I can just say, hey, Alexa, you know, ask X insurance agency when, when my payment is due. I don't have to go log into a portal, send an email, pick up the phone and call someone and wait. Um, I just get it instantly and I move on with my day. So, right. and, so tell um, us about that a little bit more. Which management systems are you guys able to integrate with in that regard? Because to me, that's even cooler than the quoting. Yeah. And so, and I know that there's a shift happening right now in the industry where a lot of the AMS and B, and in Canada, they call them BMS providers are, are, um, are going through this, the, 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 the agents are demanding that, that you that there's a change, right? That you start to open these APIs up, and that you start to get connectivity. And I know some like Tech Canary, for example, built off of Salesforce. We can connect with um, with Applied Systems in Canada because of the way that we're using their quoting engine, so the leads can get downloaded into the system. Um, they also have something called Cesio downloads, where we can actually authenticate and pull policy information out. But we're working we're we're working as hard as we can, and as much as the AMS providers will allow us to to be able to authenticate and pull information from these systems. But it's not an, it, it, it's not an easy thing. I think two years from now, we're going to look back and, and things are going to be very different. But today, we're, we're, you know, there's only very few players that actually allow that functionality today. And, and, and I think that will change. I think, I think the industry as a whole recognizes the need for that. Certainly. Um, but it's really that speed and convenience. I mean, there was, a, there was a study done by Harvard Business Review where they said the ideal time to respond to a new lead that, or, or someone coming on your website, like within the first five minutes. Yeah. And if you respond 10 minutes instead of five, you're looking at a 400% decrease in your odds of, of just getting in contact with that lead. And, and I was like, wow, those numbers are high. But, you know, that, that decrease makes a lot of sense because, you know, if I'm trying to decide between competing products and one company is able to answer my questions faster and the other makes me fill out a form and wait a day or a couple of days before I'm actually able to get information, you know, that first company is going to have an edge and, and, and likely get my business. We talk, we say chatbot, the term chatbot's thrown around, but this is really much more than a chatbot. It's, it's, it's intelligent, right? It gets smarter as you go. It's not just a bare bones auto reply chatbot, correct? Yeah. So really it's, it's actually a core platform that we've built. And we've, we've trained this platform on hundreds of thousands of real-life insurance conversations. And, and then using that, in, that kind of deep insurance knowledge base, we can, we can better understand the language of insurance. There's a lot of companies that are doing stuff that we're doing similar to what we're doing, but they're trying to do it for every type of industry. Very generic, out-of-the-box, simple. Um, but you have to go deep in insurance mm-hmm. to understand when I say this, this is what it means. Right. So the system's looking for insurance-specific phrases and conversations and the, the, I, I think the beauty of this and what our clients like so much is, is if you were to, if you were to sign up with us as an agency and say, I, I want this, you're not starting from ground zero on day one. You're starting with two, three years worth of conversations that have gone into this intelligence. Mm-hmm. 
and you can benefit from those past and future conversations so that when a user says this, this is what it means. Mm-hmm. So you're able to leverage that knowledge base and learnings from outside of your, your own organization and conversations you have to power this intelligence. And the only way we could have done that is by focusing 100% on one vertical, the insurance industry, mm-hmm. and building out these models specifically for that need. And I think that's why we've had the success we had with, you know, you know, 80 plus insurance agencies using our, our platform across North America in, in just the first two years and growing that quickly. But it's because we're focused and we're building both the core tools specific for the industry. After developing this with Jeff, putting that out to the public and it gaining some traction, have you, have has Pro Navigator gotten calls from actual carriers that want to work with you guys to create something like this? And I, I love you asking that question because we've just so a major pain point for both carriers and for agencies is the connection between carriers and agencies mm-hmm. and being able to understand things like appetite, things like mm-hmm. underwriting guidelines, products and billing information. And so we just launched uh, what we call Ask Sage. And Sage is an underwriting virtual assistant between carriers and brokers and being able to make sure that from the carrier side, they're keeping all their distribution partners up to date on all the information. So you go to Sage and you can ask things like, hey, will X, will, will, you just put at, will at travelers or at Wawanisa or at whatever your carrier is, will they write this type of business or what are your policies around this? Or you don't even know who to direct it to. You just put your question out there and you're going to get back multiple answers from different carriers. Mm-hmm. So agencies spend less time searching, more time actually you know, delivering products and services. Right. So we just launched this um, with, with one of the largest carriers in Canada and we're working hard to get as many carriers on board to give, to give us those underwriting guidelines and information and answers into this tool so that now we're, we're giving agents the tools to be able to, to get those answers much quicker than having to log into multiple portals or chase down an underwriting person or BD and, and get that information from a, a virtual, an underwriting virtual assistant. You know, one of the questions I have, I wish I'd asked Jeff this earlier, but you probably know the answer to this as well. It seems from a technology AI standpoint, open APIs, all that, all this good stuff we've been talking about today, it seems like Canada is actually ahead of the U.S., Bradley. Is that true? Is Canada ahead of us just based on the lack of, I guess, rules, regulations, whatever you want to call it? Are the, is Canada ahead of us in all this? I, I don't know if that's – I think I would, it would hard for me to answer that. I think the, I mean, the U.S. is just such uh, – so much a bigger market and right. there's so many players in the market. So right. uh, it doesn't – it's hard to really compare. Right. Um, I would say, though, that in terms for me, so I actually, I moved my family about two hours across to another town to start this company because it was a a university hub where we have two or three of the top universities and more specifically computer science and mathematics. And we work very closely with a machine learning professor at at this university close by um, because of the talent. And I know I knew that in order to be successful and truly build these systems to be world class and not mm-hmm. not AI just slap AI on and say this is AI, but actually from its core, we needed to have access to that talent. So right. even though we a lot of our clients are in the U.S., our R and D office here in Canada is is to recruit good talent from there. So I think from an AI machine learning perspective, we do have excellent talent known around across the U.S. as well. People come here and hire students all the time. Mm-hmm. But there is because it's a smaller market. There is some. I think there's some things like 
there's one source for being able to pull policy information from. And if you can access that, then you don't need to necessarily pull information from the BMS provider. You can actually get it directly from a, a CZO download and mm-hmm. actually authenticate and pull that. So there's certain things there that are easier in a smaller market, but it'd be hard for me to say. I, I wouldn't know for sure if it, if one was more advanced than others. Mm-hmm. In terms of AI and the future of AI, as far as chatbots and you know Alexa skills, let's fast forward. You know things are moving so fast, so I don't think we have to fast forward ten years. Let's let's just fast forward five years. What do you see as the future of Pro Navigator and where you guys are going to be uh, in terms of of you know just how how complex this thing's going to get in, in the next five year period. Yeah, and you know, I think what's really fascinating to me about this technology is, um, you know, there's always this fear that AI is going to replace jobs, and, and maybe there's certain jobs that it would. But mm-hmm. specifically for the insurance industry, we think of these tools as augmenting our current capabilities. Mm-hmm. You know, questions that are common and consistent across the industry um, can a, can a machine do that? Mm-hmm. And I think Andrew Ng, he's a he's a he's a famous prof, uh, professor and AI kind of leader in the space. You know, the way you think of AI machine learning is anything that a human can, within you know one to two seconds, without really thinking, they can, uh, you know, they know what it is or they can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a machine could probably do. And mm-hmm. when you start to string together four, five, six, seven of these tasks that we're doing in you know one, two, three seconds, and you start to string them together, it becomes almost like a whole workflow that a machine could probably do. And I think our goal is if we can free up insurance professionals by handling a lot of these tasks that are common and consistent or not as complex Mm -hmm. and and, and maybe even tedious tasks Mm -hmm. and free up your team to be more efficient to deal with more complex, high-level high level tasks, mm-hmm. then I think that's that's the power of what this technology can do. It's not to replace because we're always going to need connection. We're always going to want, you know, my house is burnt that I need to speak with someone, a real person. I'm not going to want to talk through to a machine. But if there's things, sometimes there's things I just need to get a quick answer to and move on with my day as a customer. And those are things that maybe insurance professionals don't have to do. So to me, in three to five years now, we're living in a voice world where I can get quick information from from questions that are generic and common and consistent and move on with my day. Mm-hmm. And when I really need help, I actually can actually get someone on the phone because now they actually have the time to do that. Right. And that's really, I think, where we're going with this type of technology. Yeah, that's one thing I keep hearing uh, about the future of insurance in the next 10, 15, hell, probably the next five years. The word complexity. Complexity keeps keeps being used a lot in terms of carrier management, leadership type meetings that I've either been a part of or seen some slides on at different events that I've been at. I think the complexity where AI starts taking the place of more of the the simple, easy, repetitive things and where human beings will still have a role in the insurance industry will be things that, that, that you have to use the word complexity on. I think that's, that's probably where we're headed. No question. Yeah. I I completely agree. So we've we've worked with Jeff. We're we're starting to branch out into the U.S. market. I think you said you had a certain number of agencies that you you guys are working with at Pro Navigator uh, in terms of creating something for for U.S. agencies as well. Is is that a correct assumption? Yeah, we probably have thirty to forty U.S. agencies already using mm-hmm. our platform. 
and and obviously continuing to grow that and you know with with yeah with good with good adoption and and the fact that we're we're so focused on that on the industry here mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i think i I've, I've been i've been humbled in, in the kind of response we've we've already gotten and um and how quickly i know you know we say the insurance industry is slow but i I've, I've been actually quite impressed with how fast things have moved from not just you know, um, agencies, but also, you know, you look at some of the mutuals and how they're, they're looking to innovate and move quick. And I, and I've actually been surprised at how quick sometimes things have moved, um, mm-hmm. with that, you know, the, the general, oh, things move forever. It's going to be years. It's, it's actually moved a lot faster than I anticipated. And as far as how you work with these different agencies that come to you or, or that you, you know, form a partnership with a business partnership with, are you having the initial meeting with them? And I'm kind of speaking to our audience right now in case we have anybody out there that wants to find out more about Pro Navigator and how they can work with you. Um, are you working directly with that particular agency on the front end in terms of onboarding, and then they kind of get handed off over to more of a product team leader? Is that kind of how that works? Uh, I mean, we've got a fantastic team of, uh, you know, both sales and, and customer implementation, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, because, um, I, you know, a lot of agencies are, have, have very similar products that they're selling. We, mm-hmm. we kind of have a standard out of the box, uh, platform that, you know, we walk you through an onboarding process mm-hmm. and, you know, it typically takes a 30 minute call and then, you know, another hour or two to go through the documents to make sure it's exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course there's a custom plan, which has, you know, more advanced stuff, but we can have you up and running, uh, you know, as fast as a week. Um, right. Now we do have, uh, you know, a lot of, of, of clients have signed on recently that we're working through, but, you know, essentially that core system is, is modular and built in a way that it's very easy to get you live. Right. It's typically two to three weeks by the time everything actually goes through, but as, as quick as a week, um, mm-hmm. because we've done this, you know, close to a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, myself or, or DJ from our team, DJ Farnworth or, um, or Martin or Brad, I mean, we've got a great, fantastic team here as we grow to, to make sure you get, you get the, the help and support you need and and i know i'm I'm about to represent the two hundred and fifty thousand agents listening to this right now the 800 pound gorilla in the room what are we talking about in terms of cost i we try and keep this as i guess affordable and scalable as possible so you know starting at 250 bucks a month on our standard plan mm-hmm. and, and it goes up from there right depending on volume usage functionality right for for a chat version so you know in a in a sense we're almost leveling the playing field by giving you the tools to compete in this new world mm-hmm. right if 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 you're going to try and build out your own system you're talking about either a very very simple one mm-hmm. or you're going to go and hire a data scientist to go in and take you know some of these systems out there and configure them and train thousand dollars right <laughs> plus plus you're missing out on that shared learning from outside your organization mm-hmm. like you could build the world's best virtual assistant internally but you're reliant only on your specific use case and needs mm-hmm. and you're missing out on all of this learning from outside your organization and i think that's where that's what's what what our value proposition is right well i i'm just blown away by what you guys are doing i don't know if i'm pretty sure that most agents listening to this podcast right now probably caught what you were saying earlier basically guys where we're at today december of 2018 is we now have the capability with alexa skills to be able to have clients literally voice activate alexa and get a rate indication right then and there off of Alexa skills and then 
from that be able to have your agency call that client and and close that business, which is just absolutely amazing. I I am absolutely blown away by that. You know, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you being on the podcast today. I do want to reach out to you and have some further conversations about what you guys are doing personally. Bradley and I have talked about that at length as well. And I just, I just want you to know how humbled and honored and blessed I am to have someone like you on the podcast that is at the tip of the spear in terms of AI and, and what, you know, the really the future of insurance is. Well, well, I'm honored and I, and thank you so much for that. And, and, you know, I think I did want to talk a little bit to the, you know, the fears of, of like who will ever want to talk to a machine. Absolutely. Um, and 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 I think what was what was so fascinating for me when we went live was how many people, knowing they were talking with the machine or a chatbot or a virtual assistant, uh, would say thank you at the end of the conversation, and that was so fascinating for me because you know when is the last time you ever seen someone thank a weather app on their phone when it showed them the weather or thanked Microsoft Word for saving a document, but. You know, I think conversations are so much a part of who we are as human beings. And by humanizing technology, you know, we have this golden opportunity to 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 reimagine how we connect with machines, or maybe more importantly, reimagine how we provide the t- the, the tools and technology for our customers to interact with us. And and I think that to me is what what's so exciting about this you know this partnership between technology and humanity is 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 a, is a future that I'm a future in the insurance industry that I'm really, really looking forward to. Let me jump in on that with both feet for just a second, and I may end up getting on a rant, and if I do, I apologize. So to the 250,000 insurance agents that are listening to this podcast right now, what he just said, let me add to that. So I guess a couple of nights ago, I was actually on YouTube watching some of Gary Vaynerchuk's content that he you know, puts out 80, 90 pieces of content a day, which is amazing. But one of the things, he was sitting somewhere, uh, I don't know if it was a Q&A that he was doing, I believe it was, but he made a big, bold statement that nearly made me drive off the road the other night that I, I want to repeat, and it speaks directly to what you just said. He said, I want everybody to listen to what I'm about to say, and if you if you don't agree with me, if you disagree with what I'm going to say, I want you to make sure that you remember this so that you can write me an apology in seven years. He said, in seven years, I don't know why he used the the number seven, but in seven years, you will not text anymore. You will not write on your phone anymore. In seven years, everything that you do on your smartphone, in your car, at home is all going to be voice activated. And Bradley was just texting just a minute ago on his phone. And I'm sitting here while I'm saying that. And he looks up at me like, damn, are you serious? Uh, there have not been very many times he's been wrong. Now, he's been wrong mm-hmm. about a few things, but not many. Well, on that note, guess what I just just ordered myself two days ago? Alexa. Alexa for my car. Yeah, right. And so, guys, I'm telling you, if you're sitting there right now listening to this, and you're like, "Oh, this is a bunch of shit. This ain't gonna this this ain't gonna happen," uh, you're wrong. Okay, sorry to tell you that. Sometimes in life, we just have to be told that we're wrong. And you're looking at a five to seven year period where, right now, today, we're in this what I call the texting revolution, where everybody loves to text and text and text and text, and we're texting our 
our girlfriend and our wife and clients want to be texted now instead of called. And that's great. That's fine. That's where we are today. But uh, I had a friend of mine say not long ago, he said, you know, I think it was actually Jeff Roy. Don't don't skate where the puck is now. Skate where the puck's going to be. I think that might have been Jeff Roy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> Big hockey guy. But but I, I'm telling you guys, if, you, if, if you're listening to this podcast right now, Gary Vaynerchuk, seven years from now, you will not text. Everything you do is going to be voice activated. And that's that's where these guys, Joseph and Pro Navigator, come into play. Is they are they are they are the equivalent of you skating where the puck is going to be instead of skating where the puck is right now. Does that make sense, Joseph? Yeah, absolutely. And and I would say that that texting world that we're living in today, that's what a chatbot can do. That you can text a chatbot. You can go on a website and message with it. You can go on mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger and do it. But you've also got to think about where the puck is going. So. That core platform we built is to help you today and to help you where where the technology is going and where your customers are going. Absolutely. And, and you know, in in my agency, we onboard our clients and we have a series of text messages that go out to them the first eight to fourteen days that they're they're a client at our agency. And one of those text messages is, "How would you like us to communicate with you?" What, what program do you use we to do touch that? points professional? One of those text messages is how would you like to be communicated with? And it gives them options. It says phone call, email, text, chat bot, snail mail, voice, any option you can think of, email. And we've been doing it for a year and a half. And I have had zero people say anything but text and email. Mm-hmm. That's that, that. That's the only two. I have, have, have not had, and we write a lot of business. I've had no one say, <laughs> Phone call, right, or anything like that. Right. Snail mail, nothing. We want. I want you to text me, or I want you to email me. Right. And it's going to be interesting to see at what point in the next few years do I add voice right. to that. Would you like to talk to my to my Alexa skill? You know exactly. So it's it's certainly that's where the puck is going. Right, right. Well, Joseph, I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out, guys. You got to get ahead of the game in technology. Joseph's group is doing a fantastic job of that. If you if you want, Joseph. By the way, before I let you go and close this thing down, tell our agency owners and our carrier leadership that may be listening to this podcast if they want to get in touch with Pro Navigator for any reason, whether it's to buy Pro Navigator for three point six billion dollars, and if that happens. If that happens from this podcast, I fully expect a $50 gift card from Outback Steakhouse if that happens. Um, but if they want to get in touch with you to buy Pro Navigator for $3.6 billion or if an agency listening to this wants to get ahead of the game and get in the game of AI and chatbotting, how do they get in touch with you? Well, the best would be our website, Pro Navigator, P-R-O-N-A-V-I. G-A-T-O-R, pronavigator.ai, and uh, you can find all our contact information there. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and close this podcast out. Big thanks to Joseph for being on here today. Insurance agents from around the world, remember this. Rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk and go out into the big bad world and meet people develop relationships get ahead of the game get ahead of the puck skate to where the puck's going to be not where it's at right now and go out and write good business for the agencies that you represent go out and write good business for the companies that you represent 
Bradley Flowers, I love you. Love you too, man. Thanks, Joseph. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Joseph. Guys, you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we'll be back again real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.